This episode is brought to you by Hostfully. Using Hostfully, you can create a free digital guidebook for your listing so that you can save time creating a professional experience for every guest that comes and visits your spot. Learn more at hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. And today I am talking to Alexander Limpert, who is the CEO and founder of Guest Ready, which is, uh, I think, a fairly large uh, vacation rental management company. And um, I actually met Alex recently in uh, Taipei, where I was doing, running a coaching program. And I met him through a common friend, Roger Lee, who you may have heard of because he was a guest in episode 161, Lessons Learned from Seven Years of Airbnb Hosting in Taipei. Roger has a really cool Airbnb business going on in the beautiful city of Taipei. So if you're ever in Taipei, make sure to check out his listings. I'll put a link up. So shout out to Roger. I know he's probably listening. Uh, famously, he uh, he told me he used this podcast as a way to fall asleep, which I thought was quite interesting. But uh, but uh, for now, Alex, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Jaspers. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the podcast, and it's really awesome that I can be joining you today. And what a co- coincidence, indeed, that we met in Taiwan uh, and got introduced by Roger, who I know for a couple of years already, but actually back then when we met, I didn't really know that much about Airbnb, and I didn't know that we would ever end up being in the same business. So uh, things come together, and that's great to see. Yeah, absolutely. How did you like your time in Taiwan? I'm a big fan of Taiwan, really, and uh, actually also Guest Ready uh, got started there. I had the idea for Guest Ready when I was in Taiwan more than uh, three years ago, and uh, actually the first time I was in Taiwan is about 10 years ago, and since then I've always been a big fan, and I try to go back to Taiwan as often as possible, and this time for Chinese New Year, so lots of good food, even more than usual. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, I quite enjoyed my time as well there but i'm uh, i'm back in europe now in in paris actually and um gonna be traveling a little bit and then back to home which is barcelona so i'm excited about that but let's talk about guest ready so can you give Mm -hmm. us an introduction about what guest ready is sure yeah would love to do that so as i just said uh, it started all a bit more uh, around three years ago when i was in taiwan back then i was actually country managing director for Food Panda, which is a food delivery service. And I was hosting on Airbnb and I found it quite difficult sometimes to deal with all these offline operations like key handover, getting the unit ready for guests, uh, cleaning, uh, linen service, etc. Because uh, most of the time when I wanted to use Airbnb to, to host, I was not there myself. And uh, basically, at the time at Food Panda, we were solving sort of a similar challenge for restaurants uh, in the sense that uh, we helped them to get bookings for for delivery orders. 
and uh, then also help them to deliver. Because what we found out is that restaurants are very good at cooking delicious food, but they're may maybe not that good at delivering that food and running those offline operations. So uh, when we started this business, uh, we were we were relying on very primitive technology. We were texting the riders uh, these orders. Uh, we were having a whiteboard with magnets where each of the riders was a was a magnet on the board to basically track those orders. And the real game changer for us came with technology when we had uh, basically apps for the riders, when we had uh, tablets for the restaurants and all those orders would be seamlessly coordinated. And for me, hosting on Airbnb, uh, it was sort of a similar challenge that all these offline operations needed to be coordinated in a way. And uh, I, I thought that maybe we can build a similar technology for just a different uh, sort of industry. And that's kind of where it all started. Uh, I have two co-founders who also had some interesting insights into the business uh, through a small venture fund that they were running. And they were back in the days looking at some companies that were doing something similar. So things came together and uh, we kicked it off. I left Food Panda and I, I started Guest Ready full time. We did something pretty crazy. We started in six cities at the same time, three in Asia, three in Europe. Originally, we just wanted to start in Asia because we saw a huge opportunity there and we didn't see anyone doing something similar um, for, for other hosts to help them host. Um, but then looking at the market, we saw that uh, Europe is still a much more mature market, much bigger market. So we said, let's also start in Europe. Let's take some of these learnings and then transfer them to Asia. And that's what we did. It was pretty hard in the beginning, I need to say, because we in each city, we only had one person on the ground. Um, and in London, that was me. And we started really from the basics, uh, did everything ourselves. I cleaned the properties, I did the key handovers, etc. And uh, from the beginning also we were working on, on building the technology that would enable us to, to scale more. But obviously in the beginning we weren't that advanced, so only with time we, we got a better setup, we got a more uh, stable and scalable setup. And I, I, I'm happy to say that by now we were at this sort of scale that we're now, we manage about a thousand properties globally in 10 cities, six countries, and manage thousands of bookings a month. So yeah, I would say I'm quite happy where we came so far from cleaning the, the properties myself to, to having a, a team and a good technology in place to, to be able to run it. Must have been a pretty hectic time in the last three years, yeah. I can imagine, if you're going to start this management company in, in six different cities at the same time. And I think, I think most people start in one city. Exactly. That's absolutely right. I think it's, it's really a very different way of how most of the businesses in our sort of industry grew. Most of the businesses, they grew with probably just one person managing one Airbnb and then some friends give uh, heard about the success and say, hey, can you manage my Airbnb too? And then from there it grows and uh, all of a sudden uh, those people find themselves with maybe managing 10, 20, up to 50 properties. And uh, we kind of came in with a, with a different view and uh, tried to build something really scalable from the beginning. I think it was really hard in the beginning, but now actually it helps us to to build something that scales across just not not just the city but across different cities and i think that's what a lot of 
a lot of other companies that maybe just started from one city are struggling with that they understand that local market really well and that they have like a really good brand locally but then uh, it's hard to to expand and and for us we've been able to be successful in different cities and i think we couldn't we couldn't have done that if we just grew from one city i think it would have been much more difficult awesome so which cities are you in right now so currently in the UK, we're in London, where I am today as well. Um, it's the biggest city for us. And then we're also in Manchester and Edinburgh. And then in France, we're in Paris and Cannes in southern France. In Portugal, we're in Porto and Lisbon. And then we're also in Dubai, in Kuala Lumpur and Hong Kong. How, do you, how would you say are the markets in Asia different from the markets in Europe? I would say the markets in Asia are still a bit more nascent. Uh, home sharing or short-term rentals hasn't been around for that long. If you look at the European markets, people have been used to that sort of concept actually way longer than Airbnb. Uh, before it was probably a bit, a bit less of a, uh, an urban concept, but more of a, a typical vacation rental concept where people would rent their chalets in the mountains or their bungalows at the beach. And, and so that concept has been around much more. So I think also that's why Airbnb uh, was able to get much more traction in cities when they, when they first got started. So I think um, the Asian markets are still, still a bit more new to that idea. I think there might be some, some, exam, uh, some exceptions maybe like, for example, Taiwan, where Minsu has been uh, a concept that has been around for ages as well. But in general, I think the, the markets are a bit more nascent. But I think we see really good growth rates there. And uh, that's why I'm, I'm pretty bullish overall uh, on the Asian markets as well. Obviously, one thing to consider is that the ADRs, what we can charge per day, is a bit lower. And that's why we've, we've so far... And been more a bit more focusing on Europe, but I think the Asian markets have really good potential. ADR means average daily rate. Yes, yeah, that's okay. what I meant. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So, so give us some insight. How do you how do you manage to? You know, you've, you've got a thousand properties. That's a lot. Um, how do you manage all that efficiently, and what kind of technology do you use? Yeah. Yeah, so we said uh, to get to this sort of scale that we, we, we want to get to and you know, now we're at a thousand properties, but that's probably not where, we, where we're going to stop, where we have much more ambition, ambitious plans. Uh, our goal is to, to build a really good brand for, for property management that is uh, recognized internationally, something that uh, maybe a Marriott or Hilton have done in the hotel space where now asset owners know, know that if they want uh, to work with, a, with a, a, a hotel flag that they can work with uh, Marriott or with Hilton or something that Oyo Rooms is now doing as well. So that's what we want to do for, for short-term rentals. And for that, we said uh, there's not going to be a, really a third-party property management system out there that we can just use off the shelf. So we need to build this in-house. And we focused on that for from the beginning actually and uh, there are a couple of key parts to that system that i can run you through um, one is that we have very granular uh, property information um, a second part is sort of the admin interface for uh, managing the different tasks for keeping an overview uh, scheduling and assigning 
uh, the third parties, the provider apps, where the people that are actually delivering the services have iOS and Android apps that uh, allow them to see exactly what they need to do. And the fourth part is the, the host dashboard where actually our property owners can log in and uh, see certain information. So starting from kind of the customer journey, when somebody comes on board with us, uh, they get sent an onboarding form. That onboarding form is uh, super extensive, has about 200 items on it um, that we need to know about each property from where the fuse boxes are located, how um, the, the locks work, how the access to the building works, um, where if there's sort of like an alarm in the property, how the washing machine works, etc. Very granular information so that we can manage actually everything remotely and we don't ever need to to go to the property and we can just troubleshoot everything from from our uh, office um, and that actually the, that onboarding form gets filled out most of the time by the host themselves that has brought down the time that an account manager spends onboarding from about four hours to one hour which has been uh, really good to to be able to onboard more properties um, and that information then flows from this form into our system is stored in a way that we can access it uh, very systematically. Um, the second part is this admin interface where we have um, sort of scheduling algorithms that basically suggest the best providers for each job. Um, currently there's still uh, some sort of a manual overlay to, to assign providers. Um, and uh, in future, this will be fully automatic that whenever a booking comes in, um, those jobs are, are scheduled automatically and assigned to the right person to do. Um, the third part is this provider app where basically all our staff on the ground, they see exactly what they need to do. So they, they have task lists per job. Um, they can um, give in their availability when they're available, in which areas they're available. Um, and they can upload pictures, they can see the pictures, how it should look like, for example, for a cleaning, how the property should look like um, for the check-in or the cleaning. They also get uh, detailed information for each booking uh, about, you know, if they should arrange a sofa bed or not, if they, how many guests are coming, where the guests are coming from, etc. So they know, they see all of that in their apps. Um, and then the fourth part, the host dashboard, that's really important uh, for transparency that our hosts see um, in, in one view everything about their revenues, their occupancy, their bookings, and uh, our invoices and, and billing as well, uh, plus the calendar management. So it allows them to have some flexibility, they can book some time off if they want to stay themselves uh, at a property. I know, for example, that you have a property in, in Medellin, so if you want to stay there yourself, you could just block that time and say, hey, I'm coming over for, for two weeks, want to stay there myself, please don't book it with guests, and automatically that would be updated on uh, the different platforms that we list on. Hi, my name is Margot, and I'm the CEO of Hostfully. We are on a mission to make local travel a lot better, and we're starting with digital guidebooks to make that happen. Using Hostfully digital guidebooks, which work great on any mobile device, on desktop, and in print, you can share important property information and local recommendations with your guests. You can also save time and create a great guest experience that each traveler will appreciate. Hostfully guidebooks are very fast to make, and we've included some advanced features where you can feature your custom logo, your colors, custom categories, and essentially your brand. Please take a chance to check us out at hostfully.com.
Okay, so you have uh, cleaning staff and, and people that do the checkings and everything on the ground. How do you find people to do those jobs? How do you find good people to, to do this work? Yeah, uh, very good question. So it actually depends a bit market per market, I would say. Um, in some markets, for example, for cleaning, we found very good partner companies that uh, work hand in hand with us and that can deliver to our sort of standard that we, we set. But in other markets, we found it very difficult. So we need to go out and, and find um, those, those cleaners and find uh, people that work with us directly. And uh, we do that through online platforms, uh, job platforms. Uh, there are multiple, multiple of those platforms out there that we can leverage. And uh, actually, that can be also done remotely. And we can train them. Uh, with with video calls and we have very good uh, guided videos on, on what needs to be done yeah what what do you say is were the biggest challenges to to grow this company to over a thousand listings yeah i think one is the the supply so supply um getting the right type of supply because uh, our sort of service doesn't really work for uh, for all types of supplies out there. So I would say people that only have availability for like one or two weeks, we wouldn't be able to really help them that much because uh, investing all this effort into onboarding um, and then you, you can only host for a couple of weeks, that, that's not really um, that worth for it. So it needs to be at least... Uh, two months um, to, to be able to really be worth it then also the location of the of that supply we need it to be quite central and uh, we also have a certain standard for for the properties that uh, we need to make sure that the guests are happy with those sort of properties and um, we can get get good ratings for the for the hosts so that to get that right supply that uh, is is a bottleneck but luckily we get a lot of uh, a lot of requests so we've we've been able to grow to to uh, a large portfolio and we see that uh, traction going and we actually see that with our brand being more recognized we get more uh, more demand for for those services from hosts so i can imagine now that you've established this this company for for three years and you have over a thousand listings i can imagine you get a lot of people reaching out and so you can kind of grow organically. Um, but um, of the, I think the biggest challenge is always at the start when you don't have any listings yet. Like how do you get, the, let's say, like the first five or ten listings from the ground? Yeah, so the first few listings I actually got by directly reaching out to, to people on um, different real estate platforms. So that was me just sending out hundreds of requests to people that wanted to rent out their property long term. And then I just reached out to them and asked them if they would be interested to, to list also short term. In the end, I think that sort of strategy to do to, to direct outreach is a bit limited because most people that do want to uh, rent out long term, they want to stick with that model and they're not really that keen on, on trying short term rentals. But for the beginning, it, it got us the, the initial traction. And uh, we also initially had the, had the hypothesis that most of our clients would come from Airbnb directly. But again, that, that hypothesis didn't really prove itself uh, valid because 
let's face it, most most of the hosts that are on Airbnb, they have uh, probably found a way that, that they can manage the properties. So what we now see is that 80% of our hosts, um, they, they've actually not really tried Airbnb short-term rentals before. Um, and they reach out to us, they, they search for, for services and they find us online because we have some good content out there on our blog or because they uh, search for certain keywords that we rank high for on, um, on Google and then they find us and uh, that's how, how we actually mostly expand. So you talked a little bit about quality control. Now, I can imagine it must be really hard to, to keep up the the five star ratings especially if you're you know if you're managing over a thousand properties mm-hmm. um, what's how, how do you do that how do you how do you make sure that you know that all the customers are are happy because i mean it's it's even if you have one listing it, it can be quite a challenge to you know to to keep those five star reviews coming because yeah. i mean there's a lot of things that can go wrong a lot of people are are just not easily satisfied as well so mm-hmm. so how do you manage to do that yeah, I think for us, uh, there are like two two layers. One is that, or a couple of layers, I would say. That the first is that we, we train our staff quite carefully. Uh, we have found a really good way to do this, uh, mostly with videos so that they uh, that they get to know what get, what the guest ready standards are uh, in, a, in a very scalable way. But then also we shadow them for their first couple of, of jobs and make sure that they are... Uh, are doing the, the right things. Uh, that's the first step. The second step is that after each uh, cleaning, we, we see the pictures and we review the pictures actually online as well and, uh, and sign off. And the third is that we were always having the finger on the pulse in terms of the reviews that we get from guests. And if we see any sort of negative trend there, then we can re- react immediately. And we, we also know who of our staff is is performing at what sort of level so we can we can pick this up with the res- with the respective providers so I, you know cleaning is is one thing right having a clean property obviously is is very important uh, to get a five star reviews also mm-hmm. not just the cleaning but just getting the space ready for the, for that specific group of guests that you're hosting you mentioned you know the different groups of guests have different um, requirements um, but um, you know, there, there's there's some other stuff involved as well, right? It's setting the right expectations. The listings have to be accurate. Uh, communication. Yeah. Can you can you comment a little bit on the other aspects? Yeah, for for the listing, as you say, that's that's kind of where it starts. Uh, we have some pretty uh, strict guidelines there as well. That uh, in, initially. Uh, I guess we we learned that it doesn't make sense to oversell the property or not to to highlight uh, certain aspects that maybe then the, the guests could complain about. So so examples are that if the property is uh, on a higher floor and doesn't have an elevator, then you should probably mention this somewhere pretty prominently on on the listing because in the end you don't want those guests that have. Um, dozens of 20 kilogram worth of luggages uh, bringing that up the, the stairs um, and similar things that are maybe a bit special about about some properties that could be suitable for one type of guest but could not be that suitable for another type of guest we just make sure that we highlight those sort of particularities about about the listing and are quite upfront about it uh, still still selling the property selling the good sides of the property 
but also making sure that uh, the guests understand uh, the specialties about uh, about each property. And also, we have one, uh, we have a team, a content team, that is signing off each property before before it goes live, each listing, and that writes the descriptions as well based on the on the onboarding. Um, that's kind of where it all starts. And then, in terms of communication, we now have a twenty four seven guest communications team based in Malaysia that is also really trained uh, for for. Uh, the different types of guest communication, uh, pre-booking, post-booking, uh, when the stay starts, and also after after the stay, when it's about things like you know potential um, potential changes to the bookings, making sure that uh, the deposit uh, is refunded. That's not an issue on Airbnb, but on uh, on other platform. Uh, so that has also really helped us that we have somebody there. Um, a dedicated team, 24/7, who is uh, really focused on um, uh, responding to the guests in a in a good way. Um, and then for the check-in, again, our uh, our staff there is is dedicated for those jobs. We have uh, what we call meeting greeters, a team of meeting greeters, and uh, basically the job that they're doing is uh, just to meet the guests and. Uh, welcome them at the property, show them around, um, tell them a bit about the city and about the surroundings of the property. And uh, they're, they're, they're doing this as, as their uh, main task at Guest Ready. So they're really dedicated and uh, they know how to, to do a good job there. So it sounds to me that for every task that is involved in the whole hosting process, uh, the main uh, factor in your success is just you're being very professional. Every, you're working with professionals. For every task, there's a there's somebody who specializes in that particular task, and that's that sounds uh, sounds to be working out pretty well for you. Yeah, I think that's that's how it naturally evolved. That in the beginning, one person would do everything, and that's how it also is when uh, when you host yourself Airbnb, uh, then you would do everything yourself. But as we grow, it's important that uh, we have specialists for each area of the business. And then the challenge just becomes that uh, those people communicate with, with each other. But for that, we have internal tools like uh, Slack, for example, or, or Trello, or um, you know, our management system as well internally, where people can collaborate and comment and make sure that, um, that everybody's on the same page. You mentioned a bunch of uh, tools uh, during this chat. I'll make sure to mention all those in the in the show notes so that people can uh, take a look at the mm-hmm. at the different tools. Um, thanks so much, Alex. Uh, I'm sure we can talk for a long time, but this yeah. this has been pretty interesting. Um, is if there's any if there's, if there's people listening who are looking for a management company in the in the locations where you are, uh, where where can they go? They can go on uh, www.guestreadytoo.com and uh, they can find us there. And we have a page for each city where they can find out, out more about the services that we, we provide there. And uh, also, uh, I would say that some like one thing that we're working on is to uh, open up our technology to other property managers out there. So that's something that is in the making. It's uh, not quite ready yet because we said uh, first we need to make sure that we have a kick-ass system that works for us internally. But I think we're getting very close where we can also open this up to other property managers out there. And we've uh, we've had some really good conversations with other property managers already that 
um, gave us the indication that this could be really helpful for them. And I think they're, um, yeah, they're, they're really good opportunities for us to, to provide this sort of property management system that has created by one property management company also to others out there that maybe didn't have the, the resources, uh, weren't able to, to raise funds like us to, to build such a system in-house because it takes quite a lot of investment to, to build that. That's really awesome. I mean, from talking to dozens of property management companies around the world, I can definitely say that the technology aspect of it is probably the one thing that people find the hardest to really get working. So I'm sure that's going to be super helpful to other property management managers out there. Um, so if you're listening and you are managing properties, uh, go to guestready.com and, and reach out to Alexander or reach out to me and uh, we'll, we'll get you in touch. Awesome, man. Uh, well, thanks so much for coming on the show and uh, hopefully we'll run into each other again, maybe in Taiwan or, uh, or in London or anywhere else on, on this planet. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Jasper. It was really fun. And for to the listeners, thanks for listening. And uh, next Wednesday, we'll be back with another episode so hope to see you then Yeah.